up our people and welcome back to the fame podcast it's your girl becca baby becca boo and it's me moncrete the one and only any others are kind of fit <sighs> so check them pockets check Period. them pockets so cuz how you how you been i've been i've been good you know when you look good you feel good and when you feel good you do good Period. so everything is all good in the world of moncrete how about you I've been good too. I'm just taking things day by day. You know, I try to put myself on a daily schedule because I don't want to look too far into the past. I'd rather just focus on my 24 hours Mm. and then the next 24 hours and then the next 24 hours, even though I do plan my week like on Sundays or Saturdays. But like when I'm actually going through the day by day, I only focus on the day. That's good. You're in the moment. Exactly. That's and that's another thing. I'm trying to be more in the moment because I've noticed I've always my mom always tells me I'm in a rush. Mm. She always tells me that I'm in a rush you, and I never believed her. Me. I've never believed her when I was younger. I'm like in a rush. What are you talking about? I was like, what are you talking about? And then when I sat down and I really thought about it, I do be in a rush a lot. Like I, I'm always looking to the future and I always tie it back to me being the only child because FOMO, fear of missing out. I was always by myself, and it's like I will see people doing things like, oh, I wonder what they're doing. I want to hang out with them. I don't really want to be alone. <clears throat> so I just always tend to look in the future and, like, the what-ifs instead of being present in the moment and just enjoying myself or being aware of my thoughts. And I've really been more intentional with my time and the things that I do, the things that I think about, and I try to say out loud my thoughts because it's more of like I was watching Raising Canaan yesterday, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but Raquel and Lou, Lou's her little brother, he's in rehab right now. And his therapist asked him who's the most important person to him. He said Rock, Raquel, his sister. So that's why they invited her over. And she made a statement. She was like, why do I have to like speak out my thoughts? It makes it real. And Lou was like, exactly. It makes it real because your thoughts are real. Like you're entitled to your thoughts. And if you think something, it's real. Like you're a real person who have who has real thoughts. Real feelings. Exactly. Real feelings real too. Real experiences. Exactly. And when you say it out loud, because sometimes God do put people in your path For to reason. help you. Mm-hmm. But they can't help you if you don't actually voice that you need help. Exactly. Like, And just thinking about what you said about saying your thoughts out loud. There's some instances where I've noticed some of my friends won't say certain things out loud. And when they finally do come to saying it out loud, I'm like, why did you say something before? Because I was off this day. I wouldn't have mind helping you. I wouldn't mind being there for you. But you basically block your blessings Mm -hmm. by not saying your thoughts out loud. And it doesn't necessarily have to be when you're going through a, uh, a bad moment. It could also be say your thoughts out loud when you're going through a good moment because mm-hmm. then people could come together to celebrate you. Exactly. Say your thoughts out loud. Okay, That's what you want takeaway. in life? Say, say your thoughts. It's okay. Your thoughts are real. Your feelings are real. And it's okay to say it out loud. Not necessarily for people to hear, but for you to hear it. Right. Because it makes once you put it out into the world, it makes it real. And that's when you can really, okay, you know what I'm saying? Boom. Let me, just an experience, a real life testimony, right? Love a good testimony. (laughs) If I didn't meet my friend Taylor, and if I didn't share with her that I did want to be in education, it's been some, it's something I've always wanted to be into, Mm -hmm. but I was guided wrong by my advisors in college. If I didn't say that out loud, like tell her what my dreams or my aspirations was, I wouldn't be in the career that I have right now. 
if I didn't say it out loud. Like, and when I said it out loud, I didn't say it out loud in hopes of gaining anything. You just I was just saying my thoughts out loud. Literally, you just expressed yourself. I was just saying what I wanted. And who would have ever knew that I would get what I wanted by talking to someone that, first of all, I just met. Because mind you, I haven't known her yet for even a year. And she blessed me after, she blessed me, or at least God put her in my path to bless me within six months. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Say your thoughts out loud. That was a real life testimony. I'm, when, I, when I mean like my income, my income doubled. I said, wow, wow. But we'll be girls. Say your thoughts out loud. What you're trying to get in life, you might actually get it. You'd be surprised. If you say it out loud, whether it's to yourself or to a friend or even to someone you just met. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes strangers really will put you in places that you would have never known that you could enter. Let me tell you, the, the rooms that I've entered from ending 2023 to beginning of 2024 have been saying my thoughts out loud. Major nine, for instance. Mm -hmm. Major nine, for instance. You know, we had Jay Swishes on our podcast, right? Yes. That was our first time meeting him. It was also our first time meeting Panama. And they invited us to their listening party. And the project he dropped was I'm Really Him. I Am Him or something like that. Yeah, I'm Really Him or I Am Him. I think it was I'm Really Him or something. Or, I, or I'm Him. It's something about him being him, yeah. right? <laughs> when he, we went there for the listening party, right? And when that listening party was going on, or whether it was at a Henny Taylor Port Studio Vibes function, I said to them, I'm not going to lie, I think you guys, you would sound nice on a song with Major 9. Who is Major 9? Who is Major 9? That's what it was for me. That was my response. But I put them on to who that is. Mm -hmm. I shared their music with him. And, but months later, Panama calls me. He's like, yo, Major Nine is in town. Lies. Lies, 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 lies. This can't no. be really happening. It can't be really happening. And the reason Panama was telling me that Major Nine was in town was because I was the one who, who put, put him that, on to him. that, actually, I just put that Thought, remember, we're speaking our thoughts out loud, right? Mm -hmm. I put that thought in the air. I put that thought in the air that I, like, I could have said it in my head, like, oh, yeah, Major Nine and Jay Swishers would go dope together. I could have just said that in my head. Mm -hmm. But I decided to say my thoughts out loud. Now I end up, I'm at a table. I am sitting at a table with Major Nine and other media platforms and with Major Nine's team. And I get to actually have a conversation with him. I pressed him about a project he dropped that he took off. And now I understand why he did it. But, like, I really like that project. But I was there because he just dropped an album. And it was, like, full circle. My thoughts, that my thought that I shared in 2023 ended up manifesting itself in 2024, in the month of January. If I never said that thought out loud, I would have never been at that table. I don't, they, they would have... They wanted me there because you put that thought out there. You put that idea out there. And now it manifested itself. It didn't happen quickly. You know, first of all, I would have never even thought it was going to happen. But it did. And now I got to sit with an artist that I actually listened to, mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't know of. But 2024, y'all going to hear his name because I'm telling you, his music is dope. 
Um, and it was just a whole new experience. Just because I said my thought out loud. Real life testimony. Say your thoughts out loud. You you will end up at tables or in rooms that you never thought you would be at. Exactly. And you brought up Major Nine. I I just want to continue off of that. So Major Nine Afrobeats artist, correct? Or no, no. He, no, he, no, no I'm let, sorry. <laughs> I'm not being one. I'm not being one. But Major Nine is um is a artist. I'm not necessarily sure what category to put him in. Whether it should be rap or R and B or uh, or fusion of both, like a hip hop rap fusion. Yeah, because honestly, a lot of artists these days they dibble dabble in everything. There's no like R and B specifically, rap specifically, pop. Yeah, specifically. I would say he does both, um, and he's from Florida. He also was formerly on in the NFL. Really? Yeah, like this guy is talented beyond music. Okay, beyond before music, it was football. So when I bring him up to people, like say the men that play football or that enjoy football, I'm like, okay, you don't know Major Nine, but do you know who this person is? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's yeah, that's him. That's right? really him. Right, that's really him. <laughs> and I don't even know where I was going with this. I forgot my thought. Yeah, because I asked you, because you had touched on Major Nine. I thought he was Afrobeats, but stand no, corrected, he's not Afrobeats. He just makes really good music that McCree fucks with, and I will start listening to because I'm, diversifi- I'm diversifying my music, because I'm should, really a playlist should, girly, and I make playlists by the year. So I really started doing that in 2023. So now I'm, like, building up my 2024 playlist. Yeah, and like me too. 10 years from now, I'm going to listen to all my favorite songs from, like, 10 years ago. I'll be like, oh, I remember how I was right? listening to this. Remember this year? Right. Um, but, no, he's not an Afrobeats artist. Um, okay. Because, again, we are the Fang Podcast. We are Nigerian-American, American-Nigerian, whichever way you want to phrase, uh, phrase it. And I... Don't come for me, but I listen to more rap and hip hop than I do listen to Afrobeats. Not same. I feel like now I started listening to more Afrobeats than in the past. Because honestly, I wasn't listening to Afrobeats at all. I was listening to pop, hip hop, R&B. That's it. I would say back then I listened to like I'm more throwback. I'm Afrobeats throwback than I am current Afrobeats. Oh, I'm on the current side. I try to stay up to date because they always you be Afrobeats is like the number one music where they they're consistently dropping new songs they are very consistent very they are very consistent but major nine doesn't fall in that category Mm i am a big rap hip-hop girly i love to drop bars i even have my students for black history month my students are writing a rap about frederick Douglass for extra credit okay and one of them no two of them gave me a their project already and one of them actually performed it and I'm so proud of them because they're not just, they're not, um, basically I gave them the contents of what I want in the rap. I want you to either say this rap from Frederick Douglass' point of view or as the reader's point of view. And I need you to take evidence from the book and put that in your rap. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful to see them execute it because it's creativity. And then now they get to play with, Figurative language. They get to play with similes, metaphors, imagery. And they don't realize that, or maybe they do, is that I'm just letting you know, like, if you are someone that wants to be in entertainment, you can take what you learn in the English These language are the arts to make yours unique. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm a big rapping, rap girly because I feel like African-Americans or people that are in that genre of rap hip-hop they have bars. They play with words. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes you, if you catch me listening to rap or hip hop, you actually hear me laugh because I'm like, that bar was funny. That actually was a good one, you know. Mm-hmm. So, love rap hip hop. If you haven't tuned into Major Nine, I'm gonna tell you to tune in now because the song that he just dropped from one of his from his new album, Shorty, love it. I mean, like it, he's a little toxic. I don't think he's toxic, but then I also think I'm a little toxic as well. Um, just a little bit. Not can in to- a way. Can toxic recognize toxic? No, because when I told him, when I told him I didn't think he was toxic, he was like, oh. He is toxic. I'm like, no, you're not. And then I'm like, maybe you are. And maybe that's just the form of toxicity that I enjoy. You know, like how some people like sour candy. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, that's probably you're that sour candy that I enjoy listening to. All right. And sour, sweet, then gone. Right. But just a little bit. But it's also a little, I think it's a little lovey dovey. Is that lovey dovey toxic? So to for the girlies, you're gonna love Shorty. And for my men, that are toxic. I think you would like Soul Ties. Soul Ties is one is I think his number one song on platforms mm-hmm. on streaming platforms. Um, don't quote me because I might be wrong. But Soul Ties for me was what brought me in, and he's been I've been listening to him since college. Right, love my hip hop rap. Afrobeats though, is taking us by a storm. Afrobeats is definitely taking us by a storm. This is the first year Afrobeats officially has its own... Ca- well, not Afrobeats. Af- Afrobeats, though. Afrobeats, African music, whatever. They have their own category at the Grammys. Can we give them a round of applause? Because one thing we're going to do is be an invasive species no, and be real. everywhere. The only thing that I was kind of like, eh, I wish I did get to see them present the winner of the Afrobeats categories. They didn't present it. No. So, like, every... So with the Grammys, they don't show every single category, every single award that gets given to the recipient. They will let them know, I think, before the Grammys start, if you want or not. Um, some of them, they give them their Grammys off camera, and not all of the, the winners get televised. <clears throat> so the only thing Afrobeats-related that was televised at the Grammys was Burna Boy's performance. He performed with brandy and with 21 savage and for me that was kind of like a full circle moment because that was okay we got given fang that was got african we got burner boy the nigerian in me i was like okay i'm really loving it and you get the girl and then we got brandy which takes me a little bit back to my childhood you know moesha all of that stuff and then 21 savage who's more so like a recent i don't want to say he's a favorite artist of mine but he's a recent artist that i've been listening to a lot um, and yes, it was like a full circle. I'm like, okay, I see all little aspects of my life on the stage. And I really, I really did enjoy that. Um, for one of the Grammys, not one of the Grammys, for one of the categories, I'm just going to read it off real quick. Um, okay, I don't know which specific category, but there was an award that Tyler won. I believe it was best, 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 um, best musical performance. I want to say best global music performance. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, don't quote me. But she did win the Grammy over DeVito, over Burner Boy. Who else was nominated? Ashaquet was nominated. Ira Starr was nominated. Olamide was nominated. And I was actually talking to Shala about this the other day. And I feel like she won. She won because out of all of the artists, I will say that song, Water, is the most popular in the United States. Okay. Like everyone was doing the water challenge. Even if you didn't know the water challenge, you were like, like that song was playing everywhere. So I can see 
why she won. And you said it was for a performance, right? I believe so. Don't quote me. I believe so. <laughs> if it was for performance, I would have to say compared to Unavailable and that's and City Boys. Like in regards yeah. to like tick what was trending on TikTok, like unavailable, right? That was definitely and then trending. you had City Boys with the stomping. And then you have Asha Kale. I'm not gonna lie, Asha Kale moves was a little bit hard to for me to pick up on. Um, <laughs> but Water, the what was trending that performance, mm-hmm. I would have to say, okay, you could give her her flowers. Most definitely. But it's also I can see the the bitterness a little bit when it's like, really, Burner Boy, David, Asha Kale. Okay, but you know what? I'm not mad. People get people get what they deserve, and Burna Boy, Asha Kay, David O have all been celebrated already. Let's celebrate someone new. A new artist. And I don't, so I'm not mad at it per se, but I'm Team Burna Boy all the way. So yeah, and I feel like just like because there was like a lot of talk like how old, like why her? But like I said, her song was if you really think about it within the American audience within the United of States. Not like the African community within the United States, because if it if it's us, we'll probably say Davido Burner Boy, Team Burner Boy, shit. We would have said one of them too. But Ty, that song was everywhere. It and was. It was everywhere. So I see it. Congratulations to you, my love. Yes, keep on um, winning. Don't let them bring you down. Haters is gonna hate. I love to see a black woman win. So period. I'm all period. About that. Also, we- this is the Grammys. One thing that really, like, left a bitter taste in my mouth was when Taylor Swift got her Grammy and she didn't acknowledge Celine Dion. Um, for me, I don't... I, I want to say I knew who Celine Dion was before I knew who she was. Like, I've definitely heard her music, and I didn't know it was her. But then once I found I was like, oh, shit, I know who Celine... I didn't know I know who she was. And everyone, she's beloved. Like, everyone loves her. I do believe that she has a, a sickness as of right now, but she was still able to go on the stage. She was able to present the award to Taylor and Taylor literally just took it without even looking at her and went straight to the mic. I was like, you can't even say thank you or like an acknowledgement. Cause even while I was watching the awards, the people who did accept their awards, they mouthed something. They said, thank you. Or you could see that they said something with their lips, even though we couldn't hear them. But she literally, let's say you're Celine Dion. I'm taking the award from you. She was like this. Thank you guys. Oh no, I didn't necessarily watch the Grammys because my work is takes a lot of time, so I didn't give the Grammys any of my time. But I think sometimes we have to extend grace because mentally, like, because I don't know if it was done to be spiteful. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know because, and that's my thing. Where like, yeah, we can make a comment on it. But we're necessarily also not in her head because it could have just been that it passed her mind or she just wasn't thinking about it. No, because people do. You got to remember, people are in their own world. People are the main character in their She's own world. She's won multiple Grammys. She knows okay. what it is to take an award before and go to the mic and just a simple thank you or I appreciate you or I love you like. Let me just say, I don't know. Something. It, it, it was the no no eye contact. No, like, her body language was literally, thank you guys so much for my award. I deserved it. Da, 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 da. 
Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there, and I don't be caring about their business. Like, if you're beefing, you're beefing. I, I ain't thinking about it. Oh, no, it's not no beef. It's just, I don't know. I feel like Celine Dion, and even, like, what other people are saying, she's, like, a really She's big, legendary. Yeah, she's a big artist. Like, everyone knows who she is. And it's, like, to just brush that off, it's kind of, like, er. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. I like, didn't watch the movies. I can't make a comment. But either way. Skr, skr. So, clearly, you had the time. To watch the Grammys. But when you're not watching the Grammys or any other form of entertainment, what are you doing for your pastime? What am I doing for my pastime? I've really been focused on content creation this year. I've always been focused on it, but I never really was consistent or, like, really, like, getting in there with it. But, like I said, even with when we were talking on the last week's episode, I'm very intentional with my time now. And I try to be very present in the moment. Um, And even with the whole planning and stuff, I just, I know that I can do it. And I know that there's people around me who enjoy the stuff that I do because I hear it all the time. From friends, from family members, I hear it all the time. So it's like, I just need to put my neck in it, well, put my foot in it, stand on business and continue with the content creation. But one thing I really do love doing um, is creating my own wallpapers. Wallpaper? For your phone? No, for my MacBook. Oh, for your MacBook. Yeah, because, you know, I, I finally, I got, it's been a while now, but I got a new computer, which Thank is why God. you guys are going to get more episodes from us. But <laughs> Because who? Our tech was not in the building. Yeah, we had a lot of technical difficulties for, for some time, but we're back at it again. And I really do enjoy making wallpapers. Like, it's just, it's a nice pastime. I get to sharpen all my skills and I get to play around and just be creative without any pressure or anything like that. Just do something. If I like it, boom, bam, I like it. That's that. I got to say, because you did make a wallpaper for the podcast, and it's still my wallpaper for my iPad and for my Mac, (laughs) because I I absolutely love it. I couldn't do it because I don't put time into content creating. That's not my thing. Mm -hmm. But you did, and I love it, and I haven't changed it since last year. So, yes. That's how you know I'm skilled, baby. Check us out. She is. It's beautiful. (laughs) Honestly, I think it's the same cover for our YouTube. Is it the collage? Yeah. I love it. I love it because it's not black and white. It's different photos, but it still flows together. It's simple, yet it pops out. And that's yes. that's how I describe myself. I'm very simple, but yeah. I have my moments where I want to pop out like a little bloop, 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 bloop. That is your vibe. Mm-hmm. Is there any other hobbies, though, other than content creating? Um, Well, at the moment, I'm just very focused on content creation. Okay. Um, As the time goes on, maybe around the summertime... I'm going to get back into wigs and hair and stuff like that. But I've just been on a burner with that because I, I work from home. So I'm, it's not like I'm going out to events and stuff like that to where I'm very motivated to make sure I do my hair a certain way or try out different styles. That's more like a summertime thing because we're more active outside during that time of the year. So we'll save that for then. But right now, my main focus is content creation, working on my YouTube, just making sure I'm putting my face out on multiple platforms so people are constantly seeing me. And even with the podcast, tying that in with the podcast, people need to constantly see our faces, constantly hear our voices to know who we are. So it's like... I know you like the sound of my voice. <laughs> Attorney Wong, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's, hilarious. that's what I've been spending time on, really. What about you? Uh, my hobby this year has been pole dancing. And I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. It takes a different kind of strength. 
to pole dance. That's another thing because you be doing handstands and stuff with the hula hoops. I think you have a lot more upper body strength than most people. Or when they start what? when they start taking pole dancing classes, especially if you're not really active or you don't do anything really that really exerts, you know, and build endurance. I feel like that's probably why you love it and why I don't was it easy for you in the beginning? Not easy easy, but like easier than you might have expected it to be or compared to the other people in the class easier than i expected it to be Mm -hmm. well guys i wouldn't say it was necessarily easier right but it was easier for me to get into it Mm -hmm. um because the hardest thing so far for me has been climbing and that's also because there's the fear of falling right so it's Right now, pole dancing has been physically, um, let me change that. Pole dancing has been more of a mental state, a mental growth for me than it has been more of a physical mm-hmm. because you do have to let go of your fears and you have to be okay with you have to falling. Trust yourself. And you have to be okay with being getting hurt, which is something that if you're afraid of getting hurt, you're gonna you're not gonna put your full force into it and you technically have to put your full force into it in order to spin in order to hold yourself up in order to make these beautiful shapes right and so climbing for me has been the most physical uh, challenge because i'm able to do like a one it's doing the second one i'm like oh i'm getting higher i can't do this but i'm still i'm hoping by like the end of the year I can actually climb with no problem. But spinning and twirling and dancing, that's something that comes naturally to me because I do the hula hoop. Yeah. I do the yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are something that I've been doing for years now, since like high school. And I've seen myself grow in those activities. And I just kind of want to keep adding new hobbies to my belt. So I already know after pole dancing, um, I'm going to still try to keep going, but I later on in the year, I think my winter hobby, because I'm thinking a little bit far ahead, my winter hobby, I do want to learn how to figure skate. Because I can, I can ice skate, right? I can ice skate. I can't ice skate, roller blade, roller skate. Nothing. Ask me to no, roller. The thing I could do is walk. Let me tell you. Ask me to roller skate. I'm not moving. The first and only time I ever went roller skating was when I went on a date in college when i was in college not in college but when i was in college and it was the roller skate ring at at is what's that place by the water by the bridge by brooklyn bridge yeah i know you said ice skate right no roller skate there's a roller skating ring over there i don't know i know about an ice skating ring near brooklyn bridge that area okay but that big park where you know what i'm talking about do i it's not dumbo is it dumbo I don't know. Either way. I know ice skating. I don't really know about rollerblading. I went on a date where I probably, it was, probably wasn't there because I don't remember it. But either way, I went on a roller skating somewhere in downtown. And I hated that date. I absolutely hated it. And I only hated it because, one, I didn't know where we were going. And then, two, I found out I was roller skating. And I can't roller skate. And I mentally was not prepared for a challenge. <laughs> so he paid for the rentals, right? I put the rental on. I attempted to stand up, and I sat back down. I, I sat back down. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't fall down. I sat back down because when I stood up, I could not move. Mm-hmm. 
and I wasn't mentally prepared for that. One day I'll give roller skate another try. But ever since that day, I absolutely hated it. You could put me on ice though, and I will glide happily through it. <laughs> but I also think ice skating has kind of has the same flow that you get when you do pole dancing or hula hoop. That where it's just it's really more of elegance. And I think that's why I like ice skating more than I prefer, more than I like roller skating. So I do want to learn how to ice skate later on. Right now it's pole dancing and I don't know, I want to pick up another physical happy because it's also been helping me with fitness. Because I don't necessarily like going to the gym. I don't. I hate it. The only time I've enjoyed going to the gym is when I was dating someone. Because it was you just you guys little, went together. Yeah, because that was like our date, mm-hmm. and it was more fun for me that way. Because I'm not gonna lie, there's it takes a different kind of mentality to go to the gym, and I wasn't there. I wasn't there for it. But when I was going with my partner, he made it a lot more fun, and also pushed me beyond my limits. Mm-hmm. I never went to the gym with another girl. I have, but when I did go to gym with other fem- women. It wasn't. Um, it just wasn't fun. It wasn't. It didn't feel like it was for you. Yeah, I felt like I was. I was the coach, and I'm like, bro, I can't do shit. <laughs> like, so I'd rather go with my partner. But for some reason, men. A lot of the men I date don't think gyms are a date. Like, I would happily go to the gym on a date. I want to say something. I've noticed something about you that I really, I really like that you have on that necklace. What does it say? It has my name on it because, you know, where would I get anything with my name? <laughs> There's no keychain. There's no magnets. That's a foreign name you got there, girl. It's my phone name. And, you know, my girl blessed me. You know, the girl to the side of me. Someone might be icing you out. Be icing me out. Somebody be icing. icing be icing me out. out. And I love it because I really don't have a name chain. And it's nice to, like, you know, for you to... Acknowledge me. This really warmed my heart. And also blessed me with this bracelet. Yes, girl. One thing about me, I love to accessorize. And I really feel like accessories can take your outfit from black to wow. It does. Especially a couple belts. Especially if, because we are working women. Mm-hmm. I work at home, but she goes out into the public. I do. And it's like, you know, after work, you might want to get a drink. You might want to meet up with a friend or something like that. How can you... Who wants to walk around with bags full of clothes and shoes and this, that, and third when you could just wear what you wore to work? Add some jewelry, you know, some earrings, a nice little necklace, watch bracelet, and still have a good time. Because we grown. We do, we are. And I'm not going to lie. It just even to, to wear it to work dresses up the outfit. Because I'm getting into this new school teacher kind of look. Because you know me, I like my skirt short. Like, you know, I do like a good short skirt. I do like to show some skin. But, like, now that I'm working with kids and I have to dress more professionally. More and moderately. Appro- appro- moderately. Mm-hmm. It's like, I need my bling because usually How else can my, you pop my out? skin is usually my bling. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember um, I went to a Catholic high school and we had uniform. And we all wore the same shit, like, same uniform. But the only way I felt as though I could stand out and express myself was with my jewelry or with my hair, with 
um, makeup or anything like that. So I just feel like with accessories and jewelry and stuff like that, it's a way for you to add your own personal flair to yourself mm-hmm. because you could wear a white top and some black jeans. You'd be surprised at how basic that is, but how elegant you could look once you add your jewelry. Once you add a watch, once you add a exactly. bracelet. You don't even once have you to add earrings. You don't even have to break the bank oh for jewelry. God. Like I swear to God, I get a lot of my jewelry pieces now from Amazon. Like, Isn't that I where have, you got this from? I got that bangle off of Amazon. I got. I have three lobe piercings. I don't have nothing on my top lobe. And my middle lobe, this cute little hoop thingy thing that I like, I got it off of Amazon. And why not? Like, I mean, I would break the bank, but I'm just not at the point to breaking the bank as of yet. I'd rather stick I with Amazon. Jewelry. And that's I lose you jewelry. Lose I don't need to break the bank on jewelry. Exactly. Because even when I had a promise ring... And he invested money into getting that for me. This was years ago. Your girl's still single. Um, when I did not like wearing my ring because my fear was losing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would wear it if it was a special occasion. I would wear it if we were going somewhere where I didn't need to use my hands. But most of the time, you're using your hands. So I didn't wear my ring because I was like, the first time I did, was wearing my ring all the time, I lost a diamond in it. Damn. That was stressful. And he had to go get the diamond. And then next, the second time I wore my ring, I lost it in jo- the ocean in Jamaica. Um, so I don't like, like, yes, I would like expensive jewelry. But if I do get expensive jewelry, it's going to be something that I wear on certain special events occasions. or special occasions. Exactly. Not necessarily every day. I'd rather wear costume jewelry every day, which we can always get from Amazon. Hello. So let me set up my Amazon storefront. You could check my Amazon storefront because it's already <laughs> set up. That bangle, these earrings, and a couple of other things that I like to shop off of Amazon. Check it out. The link will be in the description. But even if like if you're starting out, you want to like build up your jewelry collection, I really do highly recommend Amazon. You can start off small, and obviously as the time go, as the seasons change, you might want to change it up. You might want some silver instead of having some gold. Amazon got you. I got gold. you. I got you with my yeah. storefront, okay? And now that you know where to shop at, I need you to remember where to tune in at, okay? That is at the Fang Podcast, and we are on all, no, not all, we are on Instagram and TikTok. We're on all platforms. Except X. I mean, we are on X, but we don't really be on X like that. Yeah, because once they changed it to X, it was like, blah. Um, Because we were just getting used to Twitter anyway. Right. (laughs) So, yes, follow us at the Fang Podcast, and make sure you tune in on either um wherever you could catch your podcast or on youtube you can catch me mm-hmm. on all platforms at that queen beck it's your girl becca baby becca boo and you can follow me at it's underscore mukri that's m-u-k-r-i the one and only period and also friendly reminder we are having the traditional birthday party for mukri's mom on march 8th make sure you tune into our social channels instagram tiktok all of that Because we will be going live, and if you want to see what it's like to be a part of a traditional Nigerian party and you just weren't invited, you can look at us on Instagram. And for all my guests that are going to be coming, please, when you do make a video, please tag the Fang Podcast so we can show everybody what it is to have a good time at a Nigerian birthday party from all point of views. Period. See you later.